All right, everybody, welcome back to Startup Basics. This week in startups.com slash basics, if you want to see the complete collection of legal, uh, financial, uh, and customer-based basics we do with our top partners. We're an investment firm. We invest in 100 companies a year. We rely on service providers to help our startups keep things tight because tight is right. And one of the people who helps us do that is Scott Warren, who is the COO of Cruise Consulting. They're an accounting firm that is specialized to work with startups. In other words, you like the pain and suffering and the exhilaration like I do of watching <laughs> companies attempt to get product market fit and turn on revenue. You're addicted to it like me. Every, you know, I always tell people everyone at Cruise is like that. The people at Cruise could work at any accounting firm and they yes. choose to work at Cruise or work with startups because they love founders. And yes, there are challenges, but we love it and we love the educational aspect. And there's nothing, I mean, you, you know this, there's nothing more rewarding than seeing a company just learn to fly and take off. And we, yeah, when they outgrow us, we call it going off to college, you know, it's, oh, it's so a great, great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. If they be, go become a public company or whatever, they're going to go with some yeah. big fancy for accounting firm and you yeah. got them there. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that is really about specialization, right? Um, you, you really need this group of individuals who are starting companies need specific help. And one of the things we, uh, or I personally have been on a, uh, a bit of a mission for the last decade is to tell founders to get into the cadence of writing a monthly update. Why? Why do you want to do a monthly update? Well, there's a lot of reasons. I think the discipline of the founder themselves being able to look at a blank piece of paper, looking at that blank document on a Sunday saying, what the hell did I accomplish in October? I need to tell the people who gave me their money to join me on this journey, the investors, I need to give them an update. And for my team, I need to collect the information from them of what we actually did. And when these don't get sent, it's typically for one of two reasons. One, the founder is scared because it's not good news, which is a mistake. When you have bad news, that's the time to send it. And number two, you know, uh, some founders have not set up a great reporting structure, or maybe they're lost in the woods. They don't actually know what they should include in an update. Because they're, uh, they don't have plans. They're just playing the role of CEO founder. They're not actually developing a plan. They have not given clear goals. So then how do you report on them? So let's talk on uh, from your perspective, the basic you know, things that should be in there and then whatever else you want to add to my little preamble. I totally, totally agree. And I think the most important thing is it doesn't have to be perfect and just get in the habit. It's like waking up and working out every day. And I think you're talking, you're right about the discipline. But there's another thing, which is the goals, the goals for the company. I know because we're a startup too, and our founder, Vanessa Cruz, is a super goal-oriented person. And I know how well that has served us over the years. And so communicating those goals at the beginning of the year, communicating the goals or the milestones for the next fundraise, and reiterating that every month to the venture capitalists, the investors who are reading this, is probably the single biggest thing. And like you said, being able to evaluate yourself and seeing how am I on track? Am I in trouble? Do I need to ask for help early? Do I need to cut expenses? Whatever it is, that's the single biggest, most important thing. And then you get down into the metrics. And first of all, there are tons of good templates out there. So you don't have to like make this up on your own. You do, I think no. we even have a template on our website that you can just Google cruise investor update. But the first thing to start by far is cash, cash balance, 
just to give everyone a sense of where you are. And then the next very next thing should be your burn rate. And the thing after that should be how many of months of cash you have. Because I, I don't know about you, Jason, but when I read investor updates, because I do an angel investing too, my my pulse quickens until I can see how much cash oh, this yes. company has. I, sometimes I almost, they don't include it and you just hit yeah, reply. I didn't uh, see cash and burn in here and runway. So if you don't include it, people's minds, uh, maybe not yours or mine, but I'm going to just say people in general, people's minds go to dark places yeah. when there is a, a, a glaring omission. And the, the, the place you don't want your investors going is, oh, the startup is dying. Very simple. How much cash you have in the bank? Pick a number, million bucks. How much did you burn last month? 25K. How much did you month burn the month before? 50K. How much did you burn before the month before? Zero. You had a great month. You had some cash come in. Okay. I'd like to take the last three months average burn, which in yes. this case would be zero plus 50 plus 25, which is 25K a month. We have a million dollars in the bank. We burn 25K on average or 75K for the quarter, 25K in a month. That means you have 40 months of runway. Great. Or if you want to base it on the peak month, uh, we have half that amount. We have 20 months. And so I like to have based on the last month's burn, we have this much based on the three month average we have this month. So I even have a little bit of a, you know, kind of like when you're looking at your average gas mileage, is it yeah. over the last mile or over the last 10 miles, right? You might see two different numbers if you're climbing uphill or whatever it happens to be. What this does though, is it ultimately builds credibility for you with your investors. So when you need more money down the road or something goes well, doesn't go well, or does go well, they might if things are going well, send you an unsolicited offer to give you more money at a higher valuation. If things are going poorly, they might be able to intervene and help. They might proactively offer you a bridge round. Uh, and so all of these things are possible. And um, short is better than nothing. Yes. A yes. short update. We, uh, we didn't hit our goal in terms of revenue. The product is pushed back a month. The team is working 12-hour days. We burned 75K a month. Again, we have... 12 months of runway. We're going to get this product out uh, you know, by December 1st. Worst case scenario, December 15th, but we are six weeks behind because we lost our iOS developer. Uh, and expect another update December 15th. You know, Boom. Perfect. I just wrote that update in 10 seconds. That's better than nothing. Yes, totally. And you're right about your mind going to dark places because everyone who's been in the Stark Abuse system for a long time has this pattern recognition. And when people go silent or or are leaving things out, you you know, your brain knows that something's wrong. So you're totally right. The, a couple other things I'd add to like the metric Please. stuff would be yeah. just revenue. If you have revenue, celebrate mm -hmm. that, especially as yes. a stage company and show the the progress. Because I don't know if everyone realizes this, but especially like, like you have a speed dial to the Series A investors. So like if you see a company tracking, you're probably going to pick up the phone and be like, hey, you guys might want to get in front of this one. It's not the absolute amount of revenue have it's the trend series a investors series b investors they are paid to find companies that have a really good trend that could be huge and get into those companies that is yes. like their entire job so yes. if you are showing hey we're growing 20 percent a month and oh. yes it's only twenty thousand dollars in revenue this month but next month is going to be you know what is that twenty four thousand yep. and then thirty thousand that's catnip for the Series A investors. One hundred percent catnip. And if it's and, it's yeah. you know two hundred thousand up to two fifty to three hundred, that's what the Series B investors want to see. So you're doing you're, there's there's all this like little bit of communication and almost like branding or marketing to your investors. Now yes. it has to be true. You do not want to mislead anyone ever. No. 
And that will hurt you way worse if you're missing, but like show those trends and then celebrate the customer wins. You know, if you 100%. sign a couple, you know, fortune 1000 companies for your SaaS the whole product, lighthouse customers. There. Yeah. Get yeah. a high five. Even if they're just trialing it. Hey, we got a trial with Disney. Yes. It's, you know, it's 500 bucks a month, but man, if this thing were to take off, it could be 500,000 a year. So we're lightning focused on that gets people excited. And often if you send a nice tight update, you might have a seed investor, uh, an angel say, hey, would it be okay for me to introduce you to this all-star Series A investor who I had lunch with last week, or I was telling them about you? So what happens is you're giving ammunition to your yes. early investors to talk to the next stage of investors. No updates, no ammunition. They can't talk about you. So when they have a lunch, and we do network with each other, uh, and so do service people, um, you, know, you want to talk about how great a company's doing. Uh, you've had some of our breakout companies as uh, early accounting, correct? Oh, absolutely. Like Calm, Super Calm, Human. perfect example. Yeah. Calm yeah. Meditation app. Alex would send updates, you know, I'd say every other month. And, uh, you know, we, we'd see the number and you would CC it on some of these. Be like, we have, there was seven angel investors in it. would be like, what? Um, we hit a million in revenue in a month? <laughs> and we have 17 people? Like, whoa. This is going really well. And then people started throwing money at them and they said, no, we don't need it. But it, it really did create the excitement and the buzz around the company and around its growth. Um, and well, I don't know if you, if yeah. this happens to you, Jason, a lot, but it's the holiday party season coming up. And there, yes. there's a, like, this is, you know, my boss would always tell me these stories when I was at a venture capital fund. But Doug Leone was at Sequoia, was famous for walking up to people and, you know, saying hi and everything and saying, who are your two best companies? Right. Like that, that is this yes. unwritten, you know, venture capitalist referring the two best companies in their entire portfolio. Yep. And if, if like the calm example is perfect, like you, I don't know how involved you were with insight, but insight came in and did a couple big oh, rounds yeah. there. And I'm sure they checked with you, you know, uh, like, yes, geez. they did. Uh, yeah. yeah, they checked. Maybe they wrote a check. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's know. all public, and by the way. You know, yeah. so I mean, yeah. they did do a secondary. We were able to uh, you know, be able to sell a small portion of our shares in return to our LPs. And so that is public. And uh there's there's a vibrant secondary market for comm shares to this day. I keep getting people saying, Hey, you want to buy at this price, uh, or would you like to sell at this price? We have people who are buyers and sellers in it. And I think regular communication is a big part of that. Cadence, I like monthly for uh seed stage. Uh, because it creates discipline. When you get to yeah. Series A, you might move to quarterly. You don't have to include everything in here. You don't have to, if you're worried about the things leaking. If it does leak and people write a Wall Street Journal story, you're probably going to be pretty stoked about it if things are going well. <laughs> so let's be honest. Like somebody was like, what if this leaks? And I was like, you get a TechCrunch story or a Wall Street Journal story? They're like, can you leak it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can no, you send it but... to your favorite reporter? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not in the leak business, but. I guess you could create a fake Yahoo account and say, you know, send it to somebody. <laughs> and founders have done that, by the way, leak their own updates because they're so good because they want to get coverage. But you don't have to include, hey, here's the seven things we're doing on a growth basis that are our secret sauce to get new customers. Yeah, if you figured yeah, out yeah. some customer acquisition, don't put that in there. If you have some new product coming, you don't need to put it in there. You could put it in after you launch it. Hey, we launched our new product. Here it is. You can show that to select investors on a Zoom privately, tell them don't tell anybody. So just, you know, if there's any concerns, you don't need to include everything top yeah. level, but runway, cash flow, revenue, customers, all of that's super important. If you have hires, people might be able to help you with hires. You put a couple of links in 
Uh, you could have retweets in there with a click to tweet link, which is a cool little service where it it pre-populates a tweet, oh, gives cool. people the ability to edit it. Yeah. So I tell people, hey, put a little click to tweet in there. Hey, you know, a uh, new version of Calm Sleep Stories is out, you know, and check it out, you know, with the link. But it's just a great way to um, help. Uh, you can put requests in it. So if you want it to work for you, you put requests at the bottom. Requests. We're looking to fill these positions. We're looking for customer introductions. And we've got an open note with 500K left on it if anybody's interested in double down on their investment. So many great things can come from these. But really, the discipline is the key, I think. If you I totally agree. If you can go for a coffee every day, you go to Starbucks, you, know, you go to Blue Bottle, you take a walk, you wait in line. That's what I say to founders. This is my little trick. You know, you learn some tricks of trade. I waste a monthly update. I don't got it. I said, okay. Um, hey, have you been to Blue Bottle or what's your favorite coffee? Oh, I like Phil's. I'm like, oh, which one? Which Phil's should you go to? Oh, you go to the one on Market Street? Oh, that's nice, Phil's. Market Street. Big line there, right? Oh, yeah. Took 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, great. Next time, send your assistant, send somebody else to get you goddamn coffee, get your pour over for seven bucks, sit at your desk and write a 20 minute goddamn update. And I'm not telling you this for my, I already own my shares. I'm already made my money. I've already got a portfolio. I'm saying this for you. Skip the freaking, no offense to Phil's, it's delicious. Get that mojito. But, you know, just take the 20 minutes and write it. I know it's or hard. Or write it in bangles. line, for God's sakes. You know, Jesus, if you're standing, I mean, you could just dictate it. Yeah. There's a couple other things that I, I would okay, recommend too, by the way, which yeah. is um, there's a nice little hack, which is recognize your investors who do something nice for you the Ooh, month before. Nice like, because a lot of these are like BCCs, right? So you don't actually know. You could look at a yes. cap table, but. And there's nothing probably that gets me more motivated. I, maybe I'm like a praise hound or something like that, but like, I like that. That makes me feel good. And you actually know you're appreciated. Yes. And, and I also think just like, you know, those requests, you nailed that. Like, especially if you're like a SaaS company that's, that's enterprise sales, Yep. you would be shocked at how many warm leads your investors can make. And I, I, it's, I was it's on the phone with Disney two weeks ago. Somebody asked for an intro to Disney. I looked at my LinkedIn. I got too many Disney people on my LinkedIn. Yeah. It seems like everybody I know from the dot-com era has done a stint at Disney. It, it, it's, it's almost like it's a, uh, you know, it's like a tour of duty in our <laughs> industry. Uh, and so I was like, my Lord, I know some important people. I got on the phone with somebody who's incredibly important. I told them how jazzed I am about this particular startup. And, uh, you know, next thing I know, the startup's in three different meetings with three different units. This is how it goes. Now, if they put a little praise to me, that would be quite nice. I'd like to get a little shout out in the newsletter. Really nice punch up there. I like that. Uh, shout out your investors for helping. And then it might yes. activate others. It's human nature. you know. The other thing you talked about, which I think we should cover for a second, if you're okay with it, is yep. how to break bad news. And sure. you, you are... So first of all, the monthly newsletter or update is a good place to break bad news, but I would actually recommend like the phone call zoom sure. especially if with your you know your big investors, you know, investors. if launch if owns 10 percent of the company then yes. they should be reaching out to you and your team yep. to do because uh, oh, there's going to be follow-up questions and things like that but getting in front of that bad news is such a credibility builder 100%. and there's nothing work because i also think people don't always understand that like you're probably friends with you know, the, the, the syndicate members, you know, across, across all these seed stage companies is huge. So if you're at Phil's in line, you bump into one of your investor friends, you guys might start just swapping stories and you, yeah. to hear about it that way, instead not of good. directly from the entrepreneur is not a good thing. And it makes yeah. you shut down your, your checkbook, you know? 
Yeah, I so, mean, you, these investors have options and they're not obligated to continue to invest in your company. In fact, quite the opposite. They're going to reserve second and third investments in your company yeah. to the highest performers and the highest communicators. Those two things tend to be correlated. I love bad news if it's followed by how we plan on turning it around. Yes. So, bad, <laughs> nobody here hasn't been to the rodeo before. I mean, we're rodeo. We're, we're like the clowns in the middle of the arena getting chased by the bulls laughing about it. You know, like if there's like, not something going wrong, you're wondering we why. We understand this. You like know? we're literally, yeah. you know, though yeah. when they have the three clowns playing <laughs> cards and they like are taunting the bull and we're just sitting there playing cards. Like we get charged by the bull all the time. We know we, it's like a joke to us. Like, okay, yeah, you lost a, your CTO. Oh, you're getting sued. Oh, you're running out of money. Like, of course that's we're we're in the middle of the rodeo. It's the startup. Totally. Circus. We understand. Just tell us what the plan is. We lost our CTO. He went to a competitor. We are stealing this other competitor's CTO. We got four people. We're doing interviews all weekend. Like, just tell us what the plan of attack to recover is. And once again, the word credibility comes up. You took a bad beat. How are you going to, uh, you know, rebound from it? How are you going to come back even stronger? Get knocked down twice. What is it? Knocked down twice. Stand, stand up. up three- yeah, yeah, stand up three times, like whatever. You just well, also just like stand up. Yeah. in this in, in climate when there are companies doing layoffs, like odds are you know a great CTO candidate who just either their company's going down or got laid off or whatever, of and course. can insert them right in there. So don't underestimate like the synergies of your venture capitalists and how they can help you plug holes. That's just one example. Yep. You know, but like that happens all the time. It is the way for you to have your own discipline. Uh, to separate yourself from the other options of investment, a new company, or funding another one of your um, portfolio companies. Um, and listen, it, nobody's expecting perfection here. They understand startups are going to be messy. Yeah. Uh, and listen, even the big ones, you know, Facebook laying off at 11,000 people, their stock went from 350 down to $90. I made a J trade. Pretty proud of that. Did you buy it 90, 95? Well, I put the order in at 90 and with a 5%, uh, you know, variability on it, I think I got in at 94 and changed. Amazing. That's 110 again. I had gotten shares from like some venture firm that invested in a company that um, Facebook acquired. I rode those puppies up to 115 and sold them. Uh, And, you know, because I just didn't want to be an investor in Facebook at the time. But then I was just watching this and I'm like, I think Zuckerberg's going to take the medicine at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. this is so much negativity from investors, right? So this is the mighty Zuck. He's worth $50 billion, $100 billion. Even he had to bend the knee. Yeah, yeah. And say, okay, fine, Brad Gerstner, fine, whoever's going to, you know, all these people started selling the stock. We don't, we don't buy your story. And he said, okay, fine, I'll make a riff. You know, I'll cut 10,000 people. I'm going to, austerity measures are going to happen. And he communicated that. And his stock went up from $90 a share to 110 Boom, massive rebound, 20% rebound. And now people are like, who work at the company are like, okay, great. We're taking the medicine. We're facing reality. And that's what you know a, a little monthly missive does. It makes you take ownership, face the music, and, and that'll just make you a great leader. We have so many delinquent people on this that we have a system in our firm. Email, hey, we missed August. Hey, we missed September. Hey, uh, we missed August, September, and it's October now. Are we going to get an October update? Or maybe we could bundle these three into a quarterly update, maybe, or something. Um, and then if there's a fourth email, hey, CC and Jason, here's this calendarly link. Can we jump on the phone? And if I don't get a, a meeting from that, then it's, hey, CCing you on your phone, 
Jason is CC'd here. And then I hit the dial button. And I'm increasingly just hitting the dial button and calling my founders when I don't get one. So for all the investors out there, just call your founders. Then we had three or four people who were so delinquent. I popped up a Notion page. Oh my gosh. With the headings in it. I had them talk to one of our operations people who did like a little interview with them. How many employees do you have? What's the cash position? You don't have the cash. Okay. Who's your accounting from? Oh, it's Cruz. Can we, we have permission to talk to Cruz? And we literally started building the bones of this based on what they said. And they had a board meeting. So we're just like, okay, we have the board doc. Let's adapt some of that. We literally started writing for them. And then this founder was like, okay, you proved to me I should write these. I'm just so busy. Uh, you're so busy. <laughs> no one's too now busy. Now we're back it. to the Phil's line. Yeah. Yeah. How long you went? Did you go? Did you see the new Black Panther? Two and a, what is that runtime? Two hours, 45 minutes? Come on. Write it in the popcorn line. You watching House of the Dragon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. 10 episodes. They always go like 105, 110. Just give up one house of the dragons, you know? If I can extend that Zuckerberg analogy too, that was so sure. good because you're showing people that like, if if they're, because uh, Zuckerberg has to communicate with Wall Street, he, the, yes. you know? And so he's forced to do it. And you're sh like, everyone can see that Facebook's fundamentals are pretty good still from like, you know, cash generation. And so you jumped in there and bought more. Like that can happen for seed stage or series A companies. Like, Yep. If the, there's some bad news around the periphery, but the fundamentals are good for these companies, like you, this is when like venture capitalists are not, they're not charities. You are in no, it to make money. Yeah. But that's cutthroat. the moment where you want to write a check when things look good besides the peripheral stuff. And we're, so we're, we're okay with risk. Yeah. We yeah. are in a risk business. Yeah. You, you, you tell me, listen, we had 30 people. We're making a million dollars a year. We cut it down to 12 people. Uh, and we doubled our prices. We lost 20% of our customers, but now we're at 1.8 million. We just hit break even. I'm like, okay, you got yeah, my ear. Boom. Boom. Okay, let's go. Uh yeah. Well, after you after House of the Dragon, let's go get a Fels. <laughs> you know, like let's go. Anyway, listen, I think we beat this horse. Yes, yes. Uh, and I they're already dead. We don't need to beat this anymore. Your updates are for you. They benefit you. You need to stop whatever you're doing if you hear our voices. And just write the update, I, even if it's been a year, even if it's been a year, just write, just take the medicine. Apologies. This should happen more frequently. I'm going to hit a quarterly cadence next year. I watched Cruise and I watched Launch talk about this on a Startup Basics. <laughs> Shout out to Scott and J. Cal. Uh, but yeah, just take, I mean, just do it. it. It's not that much work. Short is better than nothing. Make sure you got those numbers in there. Like Scott's saying, just tell us your runway. Tell us your burn. Divide the numbers. Tell us how many, what the, what the outcome of that division is, and we can help you, right? Yes. And lean yep. on your investors. How can we be helpful is what we always say. It can't be helpful if you don't communicate. Very well said. Couldn't say any better. All right. Listen, everybody. CruiseConsulting.com. Scott at CruiseConsulting.com. He's a true mensch. Uh, helps a lot of startups. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it. I mean, I Thank you. Like, Especially in times like this, this is where the reputations are made. Reputations and fortunes made in the down market, collected in the up market. Now's the time when the, the great service providers do the hard work to save these companies, to help these founders you know, thread the needle. This is when the great investors make the riskiest bets that have the biggest alpha uh, in the market. And so I'm working, I don't know about you, but man, I'm working 16 hours a day is right it? now. Yeah. It is brutal. I worked every weekend at least half days on the weekend. And by half days, I mean 
half of 16, eight hour days, you know, four hours <laughs> in the morning, hang out with the kids at night, no house of the dragon. Thank God that's over. I can put another four hours into work. Hard work pays off. This is the time when the great companies are built. Uh, this week in startups.com slash basics to see the whole collection. Got some Wilson Sonsini goodness in there. Just join us uh, to understand these basics. Really appreciate you, Scott. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.